is uh, the start of another Tofu Talks session around the, the global pandemic that has kind of hit, well, the globe. Um, and so I, I thank you for joining me so we can talk about uh, your personal experience and maybe hopefully give people something to um, be able to kind of connect with as we all kind of go through this. So on that note, uh, could you just give me an introduction to yourself? Yeah, um, yeah, and thanks for asking me to do this. Um, my name's Michelle. I live in Vancouver, BC. Um, I, I'm originally from Toronto, and I work as a graphic designer, um, and I am also a student hoping to go back to school eventually to become a clinical counselor. Cool. Um, so, yeah, you said Vancouver, BC, um, okay. which for people that don't know maybe is on like the western coast of Canada um yeah. it's it's sort of like the opposite coast to where I grew up uh but I've definitely spent time there and I'm guessing how long has it been since we crossed paths I mean uh, it's, it's four it's or five a year years and a, a year and a half oh no wait That's yes we're, yeah sorry I've had like basically no one come to visit me yeah. over here so I always just think about when was I last where that person was but that's yeah. right. You, your partner, came over to Vietnam, and we mm -hmm. luckily were able to cross paths. So that's cool. Yeah, we got to, and you took us to the um, the post office and to some really cool <laughs> buildings, and um, yeah, and we did like touristy things and sat in that restaurant in yeah. that building. And I should, I should actually <laughs> remember what <laughs> what the the name of the hotel was, but I, I don't. Oh know. yeah, I was gonna say the name of the restaurant. No, I don't even know the name of the restaurant. Like, yeah. I mean, as I think I demonstrated to you, there's enough like veg restaurants here that you barely know the names of yeah. most of them. Because yeah, this was the hotel. Yeah, it was um, ah. the Caravel, the Caravel Hotel. So. No, something. So. It began with a C. Yeah, um, I can see it now. I think I went there another time with somebody else. Um, not Cavalier. It was. I think it was Caravel. Yeah. Anyway, um, historically, from like the foreigner side, it's something that I being here for a while, I should know for sure. But I didn't even know about it until you two were there, and you were like, "Oh, we have to go to this hotel." Um, yeah. And yeah, no, that was I, I can't believe I like I remember all of it. But like I said, every time I've been talking to people so far, it's just been like, "Oh, when I was last in Canada or in the states, yeah. or whatever." That's when we crossed paths. Um, but I'm realizing I don't think I don't think we actually met for the first time during uh, a Vita Vegan Con. But I'm realizing that you're another person that I like at least have a connection with because I've talked to like I think I've done six talks now, and mm -hmm. like three of them have involved people that also went to the conference. Oh um, yeah, and two of them like I actually met there, but. Everyone I've talked to, it was last night I talked to uh, my friend Sarah, who's in Edmonton. And, um, oh, yeah. I'm not sure Yeah, and she actually remembered the date. She was like, oh, it was in like 2013. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, because I had conversations with other people and like we couldn't quite place when it was. And like one person was like, oh, it was just a few years ago. I was like, no, no, it wasn't. It was a while ago. Like we're yeah. all getting older. A few years ago is not. You know, plus with what's happening, like time has been, time has been changed somewhat. Yeah, like um, yeah, what even is time right now? Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, if it wasn't for scheduling these things, I'd just be like, what what day is it? What? And and like the weekly video I do is like how I know it's Wednesday. Yeah. Otherwise. <laughs> I think that's a great routine. Yeah. And I mean, that's yeah. like, that's part of why I'm doing it, right? It's just to kind of keep that happening. Um, but so on that note, actually, one of the big questions that I'm asking everybody is uh, like, how have things changed? I mean, the first case in Canada, I think, was in BC or was it Ontario? Yeah, it yeah. was in BC, so, and I think it was around mid-January. Yeah, like it was, yeah. I mean, it was around the same time as here. I think here for us was like the 21st or the 27th or something. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously, like, because we share a border with China, like the government kind of kicked in like mm. soon after there were conversations because it was like, all right, there's a lot of traffic yeah. in Vietnam and China. Um, but so, I mean, what, like, from your perspective, like, what kind of changed? Well, um, it, you know, it was really slow for a while. And we just, you know, you would kind of watch the news and you would, you would hear, you know, there was, there was one more person who was diagnosed today and there was another person. And then, and then the places that got hit the hardest and got hit kind of somewhat early on were the uh, long care um, yeah. facilities. And I think there's up there's like over 20. I think I think I read or I heard that there were 22 now that have been hit in the province. Um, so, yeah, it was it was it was slow in the beginning, and and um, people would talk about it, but not in any kind of serious way, or and they weren't really concerned. Um, the the one person who uh, who I knew to be kind of realistically concerned but also a little too much con a little too concerned at the time um was my partner's father and mm. um and he he was he was right <laughs> he was right with how how bad could get um yeah. and yeah so it was uh, even le the week leading up to the um the the state of emergency being put in place um uh, it was still kind of like well you know, I was taking the bus still. Um, I was I was making a point of washing my hands, but not like in any yeah. kind of huge way. Like I would just, oh, like I should probably wash my hands now. Or like I was on the bus, I'll just go wash my hands. But yeah, um, yeah and, but then it was March 14th that um, was, and that's that's what I, I think that was the, that was the Saturday. Well, the Friday, the Friday actually was the, the day that um, uh, Trudeau declared, um, like no more travel or if you like if you're if you're outside of the country come home try yeah. not to to travel outside the country um and um and yeah the 14th was i think i think when they declared a state of emergency in bc um and that was the day that we started isolating um so i i'm fortunate in that i can work from home and mm. my my job for now isn't changed i work for an organization that um that the sole purpose of the organization is to basically provide entertainment to the city. So as you can imagine, a lot of things were canceled. One yeah. of our, yeah, it was, it was just like one by one and like the, a couple of days leading up to the state of emergency, it was like, okay, well, we were, we got to cancel all these acts and we got to try to reschedule them. And, um, uh, so yeah, I, Oh yeah, so I, was trying, I lost my train of thought. Um, our largest uh, event happens at the end of the summer, mm. and it's still too early to say what can happen. Yeah. So uh, we 
my company had a lot of layoffs and um, the rest of us have gone down to working four days a week and, but we're still, we're still working, which is nice. Yeah. Um, we have no idea what's going to happen, but we're just, yeah, plugging away. And yeah, I get, I, I can work from home. My partner um, works from home and we're, we're fortunate. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, I mean, in terms of like, from, from what I've been hearing, I think, uh, at least, I mean, I guess maybe it's a little biased in my Facebook bubble. Um, my friends in BC seem to be relatively happy with how things have been handled. Um, yeah. I mean, so like right now, sort of in a snapshot, like is public transit running or is that sort of shut down or? Um, it's running. Uh, I haven't been on public transit since I guess the 13th, yeah. um, March 13th. And, um, but it, public transit is still running. Uh, I, I live above a major street so I can, I see buses going by all the time. Okay. Um, they've cut down service to, I don't even know what, but also buses are free right now. Um, transit oh, wow. is not free. Uh, oh, I don't, I'm, I don't think, no, SkyTrain wouldn't be, but, um, buses are free. And, um, yeah, they're, they, now there's like back, you have to board on the back so you don't go near the, the driver and the drivers aren't necessarily given the tools that they need in order to be well protected. Um, mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I can't, I think, I can't remember. I think that there were, there have been a couple at least um, announced in the news, a couple of bus drivers who have been tested positive for the virus. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah. So transit is still running. Um, restaurants have all, all, for the most part, closed, um, like closed their doors. Um, they will, uh, there are a lot that are accepting um, pickup orders yeah. and, slowly what, what's really I find kind of interesting a lot of restaurants have just completely shut like they I guess they had to lay off their workers and they're like we're, we're shutting our doors for now um I guess it, they just needed time to figure out how to continue running their business yeah under these new circumstances and I've been hearing over the past like I guess the past week or so every once in a while a restaurant will be like okay we're back open and these are it's like we're we will we can do delivery and we can do pickup and like they just they just had to I think iron out the details so yeah. there are restaurants that are yeah restaurants that are are, are opening um sporadically now which is kind of funny um and I'm just waiting for one, like my favorite one around the corner to start doing that because I really need some of their cauliflower wings. <laughs> this is this is the little thing that'll make this a little easier for you. Yeah, the cauliflower yeah. wings because I don't I don't deep fry. I can't deep fry at home. I'm I'm afraid of all that oil. <laughs> oh, you you haven't got an air fryer yet? No, I've no. Been, you know, oh. we live in a in an apartment basically the size of a postage stamp. So yeah. just having a week and a half worth of groceries kind of is a little is a little too much you know like I'm I'm used to like I would I would stop by the grocery store like twice a week or something yeah. we're not used to doing huge grocery runs yeah. and our fridge is tiny we have one one tiny cupboard that acts as our as a pantry and then we have another cabinet that we've started shoving food into um but yeah no so, I don't have an air fryer yet but I would really love to have an air fryer well my like um I mean I definitely sort of heard about them uh through the various parts of the vegan community um but i like it wasn't on my radar but then my partner went and bought one i think someone oh. had one secondhand or whatever and 
So I was maybe house sitting in Thailand and I came back and she's like, oh yeah, so we've got an air fryer now. And I was like, what? Am I, am I hip now? Like, <laughs> am I doing one of the in vegan community things? I mean, I'm not baking bread right now or like anything like that. So I'm back to not being cool. Um, but you got but, baguettes like downstairs. So you're fine. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I mean, bread is not so much an issue here. It's definitely a thing. Um, which is another reason why I love this country. But um, yeah, so we've, we've done that a few times. Um, I haven't had a lot of, I think I did like, tried to make French fries once. Uh, it didn't go incredibly well. But I think it's, and I'm sure like if we were doing this live and we had the vegans, I'm sure I would be getting tips right now on how to prepare the potatoes and everything. Because my understanding I think is that it really depends on how much water is in everything. Like, because I kind of like rinsed the potatoes and didn't really like dry them. And my parents have an air fryer too now. And so I oh. talked to them and my mom was like, yeah, it really makes a difference. Like things just kind of tend to go sort of like wrinkly and kind of like brown on the outside, but they don't really like get crispy or like cook properly. Okay. Um, okay. I don't know. This is, this is my tip for in the after times, <laughs> get an air fryer. I had to get an air fryer. Um, I I would like to look more into those because I, I like I like when things are efficient. I don't like to have too many separate. I mean, I've got I've got too too much in the way of kitchen equipment. But uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I would like to look into the um, air fryer attachment for the instant pot. Oh, they, I didn't know. There's an attachment. Mm-hmm. So I want to look into that so that I can utilize my yeah instant pot a little bit more. It's I think I had heard that there was one that was I think it was like an air fryer slash pressure cooker or something okay um but i hadn't heard about this attachment i mean uh -huh. you know it's before all this happened we lived in a marvelous world of many choices and far too many options. <laughs> and now we're like fighting over toilet paper and people can't get flour i actually know somebody we've had no problem getting toilet paper and not that yeah. i mean you know, we're good. We're fine. Um, yeah. But there's a guy who lives not too far, who I work with, who lives not too far away from me, um, but far enough away that he would have to drive out here if he were to get anything. He can't find toilet paper. And I don't understand, like, he, since March 1st, he, I yeah. hope he has good stock. <laughs> he can't find it anywhere. And I don't understand how that's possible. We've been told that there are three, um, three manufacturing plants in the lower mainland um, of Vancouver. So... Uh, there would be no problem. There would be no shortage. And yeah, yeah it's so, it's so strange. I know. Uh, I would have like, I don't know. I mean, well, I was talking with someone else about how like in the States, I guess the two big sellers have been toilet paper and guns. And <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not surprised. I'm disappointed once again, <laughs> but I'm not surprised. But the toilet paper thing just kind of surprises me because it's yeah. like, out of everything you'd want to stock, I mean, yeah, you, you want some, but yeah. like, do we really need not? it? Yeah. Like, like there's, there's an article that I saw um, shortly after all this happened. I think it was when we were in the thick of the toilet paper thing, um, <laughs> which, sorry for that visual. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, that explained the psychology behind it. Like why toilet paper? And I haven't read it. I have no idea. But apparently there's an article out there that explains. I was going to say read the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the headline of at I least one headline. article around that. And yeah. I was just like, eh. <laughs> I, like, 
All right, someone has the answer. Someone has yeah. it. Yeah, I was like, someone figured it out. Good enough. Um, because, I mean, the thing is, partially, like, because of the way things are going here, I haven't seen much in the way of, like, panic buying. Like, mm. they started, like, a state of emergency kind of non-lockdown lockdown, like, at the beginning of this month. And so I think people kind of, like, pushed to go to the grocery shops and everything a little bit then. But, I mean, since then, like, you know, the street markets are all open here and I go to like the little co-op or whatever and there's like produce and toilet paper and all that stuff. Um, but I know like my friends who are right now in Quebec, um, they wrote me a few days ago and like one of them sort of has like the higher risk, like she's immunocompromised. So, and the other person, his family has like a, a healthcare worker history and stuff. So, he kind of had that background of like, be concerned about all these things. And up until now, um, his partner and me were just like, don't be that concerned. Like we can go out and enjoy the world and it's fine. We'll be fine. And now, like you said about your partner's dad, like it turns out that he was right. So I think he sent me a photo of him, like all completely done up, like gloves and the mask and everything. And, like, with a shot of how much soap they had left. And I guess he went to the store, like, a couple days ago. And there was, like, no no more soap. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, this is, like, you know, this is in, like, I don't know. I'm guessing it's relatively small town Quebec. But, I mean, it's still, like, it's not northern Canada or anything. Like, it's yeah. it's somewhere with... things. Yeah, it's somewhere with probably pretty easy access to supplies. And yet, mm. you know... I mean, I know, I know my family, like, when they started talking, like, when the government and everything started saying, okay, maybe masks are a good idea, because I was telling my family, like, because it's freaking me out, because being here, like, on a regular day, I've been wearing masks because of the pollution, and so, you know, and I feel like in Vancouver, I know I definitely saw people with masks in Vancouver just randomly. I mean, they weren't, like, the general rule, but it didn't really yeah, throw me off to see one. Um, <laughs> But so I was telling my family about that. I was like, yeah, you should get masked. And they were like, where? <laughs> like, how are we going to do that? And someone is, or a couple of people have since told me like, well, like all the hardware stores and stuff would have them for like construction jobs and everything. And that wasn't even on my radar. Because here it's like you go to the pharmacy. Yeah. You go to a convenience store and they're just everywhere, right? Because you wear them on the scooters. Um, yeah. But so, I mean, I know the mask thing has been an issue, but... Yeah, in terms of, like, other stuff, like, I would have thought, you know, there'd be a run on, like, canned goods and, like, you know, the, yeah. the prepper stuff that people put in their bunkers and everything, like. Yeah, well, I was talking to my coworkers the other day. We have, um, we do, like, a daily Zoom coffee check-in, and, um, and somebody was saying, which is, and it's really funny because I've, on a daily basis when I go into the office, I don't, we don't speak this much, <laughs> but now we're having, like, <laughs> like hour-long conversations. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it seems to, it seems like things are going in really strange waves. And I don't know if it's just, I don't know, the way, the way our, our culture is. It's like, okay, first, first it was the toilet paper. And then when you went out grocery shopping, everybody was buying like canned beans and prepackaged foods and like all the easy to prepare things. And then it went to flour and yeast. And so I'm looking forward to, well, and, and I know soap was in there too. Uh, hand sanitizer is like almost like a no-go at this point yeah. now all the um all the breweries 
breweries around town, well, not, not all the breweries, but some breweries and distilleries around, around town are making hand sanitizer, which yeah. they're not allowed to sell because it has to pass certain, um, I guess, uh, inspection. Yeah. Um, like the, it has to be, it has to like be approved. So they can't sell it, but they can give it away. Um, so they, yeah, they're, they're doing the hand sanitizer. Um, but yeah, I'm, I just, I'm looking forward to seeing what the next thing is going to be. <laughs> the next wave, the next wave of panic buying or the next wave of shortages. I yeah. feel like, I mean, I feel like the yeast and the flour thing was slightly influenced by social media. Maybe. Yeah. I, it's oh. like a chicken or the egg thing possibly, but because yeah. I like, I've started seeing more bread on my social media feeds and I'm just like, what? Yeah. I mean, here, like, people just don't have ovens, so it's not even, like, yeah. a, a super easy thing to do. Um, mm. But, yeah, I mean, I was joking with somebody that, like, I uh, was someone who's a travel blogger, I think, and so, like, obviously, their kind of, like, traffic has just gone, because no one's dreaming about their next trip to the Greek islands right now. Um, and so I was joking with them that they should start up, like, a bread blog, because <laughs> it'll be, yeah. like... It'll be the shit. Like, yeah. they'll get the traffic and they'll have all the PR requests for like yeast companies or something. I don't yeah. even know. Apron makers and. But you gotta like, you gotta really step it up though. There's like, there's somebody I just started following. Um, and I don't, I mean, I guess I follow a bunch of food accounts, but not really. Like, I try to keep that in check because there's only so many bowls of, I don't know, things that I can look at. Um, but somebody in, I think she's in New York, she, she makes these gorgeous breads like focaccia with mm. um yeah with like like <laughs> with her, like herbs all over it and like yeah. tomatoes like as as flowers and it's you've seen it have you yeah I, i've seen a variation by somebody but it might have fallen more in the category of like what is it that nailed it show where people oh. like don't quite do it right <laughs> or um, like just fail yeah, I mean, like, it, it looked good. Like, I mean, it looked better than I would have been able to do. But yeah. I'm guessing there are some people out there now that are, like, putting Michelangelo paintings yeah. on their bread and being For like, sure. oh, look what I did. Yeah. Hey, quarantine. Yeah. And I you're feel like, like, whoa. Yeah. I feel like at this point the bread thing is kind of like, I feel like it's going to, it's wearing out as well. so? I think so. I are think you? everybody's gotten to the point where they've, like, we bake bread. We didn't eat it. Because we like, we just don't really like it's. We we baked um, a pan of focaccia, and I mean it was good, but then it was like, now what? Like I it just it's not really something that we tend to eat anyway. So it was like it was like, hey, we got we got flour and yeast. Let's do an easy thing, <laughs> and then it just and then we just didn't eat it. Um, although pizza dough, I asked on Facebook today about uh-huh. pizza dough, like the easiest pizza dough in the world. Um, yeah. So I got a lot of suggestions. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like the, I feel like the bread, just because also we, we live in times where things happen so quickly and people are like, so over things so fast. I feel like bread, bread is like, so okay. last week. So you're going on, you're going on record for that. I'm going on record. Yeah. I may be wrong. I often Putting am, the reputation on the line. The bread yeah. is on the way out. Bread is out. All right. Well, I guess I I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to post this one really soon. <laughs> You're going to have to be one of the first ones, because if I post this like two weeks from now, people are going to be like, what? Bread? That was so three weeks ago. Yeah, totally. Why are you even talking about it? Or they're going to be like, what? It's bread. Bread's never out. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, that's kind of where I am with it. I'm like, yeah. you just made the kasha. What do you do with it? You eat it. Give it to me. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I, though, eat it. I think, I think, I think what's going to happen is everybody who's trying to do their own sourdough starter is going to discover how hard that is. And then they're going to give up <laughs> because it's hard to, it's hard to do a sourdough starter, like yeah. a successful one. This, yeah. This is what I've kind of, this is why I haven't done it. I mean, there's many reasons why I haven't done it, but. Yeah. I, from the few people I've seen who have been doing it, they're like, yeah, it took like seven to ten days or something. And, <laughs> and then now you got to have some it. bread. Now yeah. you've got like another mouth to feed. <laughs> exactly. Like these are tough times. You don't need to add extra mouths. Although yeah. on that note, I am <laughs> I am curious to see exactly, are we going to end up with another baby boomer scenario? Like, is there going to be like a, a COVID boomer, like... Eight, seven or eight or nine months from now, it's going to be like, oh, cool. Now we have like a whole generation of people. Maybe. The thing is, is that, yeah, I know, right? Um, but the thing, maybe, and maybe there'll be a small one. The thing is, is that what we, what we have, I mean, we've got a lot of things over, um, over like baby boomer times, but um, we have Netflix. That's true. <laughs> I think that's you how. said that in such a sad tone, like in terms of the state of relationships these days, you're like, we have Netflix. <laughs> we have Netflix. <laughs> so it's just like. No, not necessarily a sad thing, but like, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like, that, that can be like, that's like the birth control. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I mean, when you want to. You got, there's a lot of stuff you got to get through. So yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe Tiger King has saved us from a baby boom. Oh, Tiger King. I haven't watched it, but I've seen enough online to know that I should be name dropping it right now. Because yeah. you made that bread prediction. So I feel like I got to, now I really have to do this quick. I have to post yeah. this really soon because <laughs> in like a week, I mean, I yeah. know Ty, the guy's already problematic, so I'm not too worried about like, mentioning him because he's definitely got enough yeah. reasons to probably <laughs> not be popular yeah. um but yeah no i think maybe there you go because over here uh like a while ago i think it was like a month or so ago in the news there's the fact that there was actually going to be like a condom shortage because one of the major manufacturers it wasn't jurex it was like another one in malaysia the factory had shut down because i don't know if it was because they had had uh some infections or if it was just because they were like a non-essential service. Mm -hmm. So there was this concern that in the next while there's going to be a shortage. And then I think in the last few weeks, Jurex came out and was kind of like, yeah, maybe. And so I was just like, what? This wow. is not the time for no. that to happen. <laughs> no, that's an essential service. <laughs> My partner and I have also both been kind of curious about like how all the online dating and stuff is going now. Like, yeah. I feel like it's probably shifted to like, very like prim and proper like we're going to talk with each other for several weeks before we even meet and you know it's very much about the courtship versus yeah. like <laughs> there are like probably no one night stands happening right now i mean i guess there's probably still some but like, yeah <laughs> there's so many I, more risks now there are but you know how the the internet kind of emboldens people and 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 you feel a little anonymous, even though you're yeah. not. Um, 
it's possible that there's just a whole lot of dirty Zoom dates. Uh, that's true. Yeah, a lot Which, of naked Zoom dates. Of course, could turn into like group things because apparently oh, my God, it could. Yeah. It could. Yeah. Oh man, this thing's <laughs> When I asked you what things have changed, I didn't think we were going to go down this route. Um, <laughs> so either these are things I have not even thought of. <laughs> yeah, well, I've been thinking. Yesterday, I was in trying to shape in my head how to how to write this. Like in, I was going to say 140 characters because I don't use Twitter that much, and I forget oh. that they what doubled it or something to like be able to write a short story. Um, yeah. So, I've been thinking that like, I mean, you know, like first dates like always kind of anxiety inducing and you're a little nervous but now like to me I'm thinking like the newest horror movie is like first date dinner in a movie like there's so many things about that because of our current situation that's like oh my god no <laughs> why would I ever do that yeah 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 <laughs> it's like it just be so much more nervous because now you're like if, even if you do kind of click with the person then you're like do I want to touch them like yeah. Well, how do I know? And now we're at a restaurant with people yeah. and then like going to a movie and I'm like, oh no, this is all too risky. Yeah. I, I don't like, need to meet a partner. No, I'll stay at home. I'm really, really wondering like how this is going to affect people long-term and like how it's going to affect the way we interact with each other socially, just date or no date, just if this yeah. is going to have some sort of long-term effect, it's, it's going to force people to become introverts. I mean, how, like, so for you, like, because you work from home, I mean, I know, but, like, you still go out to restaurants and everything. Like, I mean, has has this been, like, a drastic change in, like, your social, your usual social thing? Or, well, be honest. The, yeah. If, if you stay at home, it's fine. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. team stay at home, so. I'm, I'm usually not, but in the past year or so, since I started going back to school, like, I'm, I stay at home a lot. <laughs> because I'm, or if I, if I, um, if I, if sometimes I study out in the world somewhere, like I'll go to like a rest or like a, to a coffee shop or something. And, um, so I'm, but I'm still like by myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's been, it's been hard because I do like to see people like, you know, once a week, maybe once every two weeks or something. Um, and that, that hasn't been happening. Um, so yeah, that's been hard. I think what's been really hard is uh, be, we live we live in a small apartment and um, we have our building has common areas. Uh, so we've got there's a sorry excuse me I have allergies. Um, we have a lounge downstairs, like a really good sized lounge, and we can't go down there. Like it, those were always like our the extension. We're like okay, so if our yeah. if our place starts to feel too small, we can go to the common areas or you know, one of us can, can leave and go elsewhere or whatever. Um, and we have a gym and all that stuff is closed. So yeah. we're, we are in like a small apartment and we're, and we're making it work. Um, I mean, the floors are getting cleaned a lot faster than, than before. Um, so yeah, it's the two of us and our two enormous cats. Um, but yeah, no, <sighs> It's hard. It's hard. And I think what's mostly hard is the, the not knowing, uh, not knowing what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, in terms of social stuff. Okay. So last week we did see friends for a very short amount of time because they had something to give us. Um, and so we met 
in between our homes. We met at a park. We stood very far apart from each other um, and just walked up. <laughs> our friends dropped down the, the bag of stuff and then walked back. And then we walked up and took the bag and then walked back. And we had some chit chat. Um, we were all wearing masks. Um, and I think we were there for maybe, I don't know, less than 10 minutes. Um, but that was really nice. Um, I keep saying things like, it's really nice to see familiar faces um, in real life. So we have a friend who lives on our, in our building on our floor, just down, down the hallway. And he's the one who we've seen the most because we'll do, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, like text and be like, we're going to the grocery store. Do you need anything? And so we'll just like have like very distant, <laughs> like waves and like drop off the food and, or yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, that's it's, it, but yeah, it's really nice to, to see somebody's face in real life. And, and those, those kind of like help carry you through a little bit. Have you, um, so, I mean, when you do your outings, like, have you found yourself kind of being like, yes. like that's yeah. kicked in now? Cause it's been a while. <laughs> well, so I try to go out, I try to go out almost every day, not every day, but almost every day. Um, when days that I'm working, I will often get up early and go out for a run. <coughs> Excuse me. And I live close to, um, the False Creek seawall. So, it's very busy. It's an, it's an area that's usually, um, very busy cause there's water there. It's really beautiful. There's usually a lot of, and there's like a nice big park, um, there. And like in the, in the evenings, people like to go there and watch the sunset. And like, I get it. I get it. I go early in the mornings and I'm, I'm, I'm realizing what times I need to go out. Um, I've started going out now at seven in the morning because there are fewer people there. Um, and I run maybe about like, like three and a half kilometers or something. Um, but even then, even though there aren't a lot of people, I do find myself having to dodge people. And, you know, I hear a lot of things these days about um, people complaining about runners and how runners like run up right behind you and then like scoot around you. And some people do. Absolutely. Some people do. There are also people who, who walk just right in the middle of the pathway. So it, I, I, keep, I keep wanting to say, like, yes, there are cyclists who are jerks and there are runners who are jerks and there are walkers who are jerks. Yeah. Like, people can just be jerks. So, yeah, yeah in general, people can be jerks. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it's I get true. really stressed. And um, we go in that direction um, to get our groceries. And uh, we went last night. We went right, kind of right after work because it was really nice outside. And everybody else thought the same thing. They were going to go out. And so we had to, it was so stressful. We went out with masks and we had to dodge people um, mm -hmm. on path. So we tried to take, like, walk on the grass instead of walking on the path. Um, and in the grocery store, there are people who are just completely oblivious um, and just standing too close and, like, browsing. We're like, this is not the time to browse. <laughs> like, make a list. Yep. Get your stuff. Get out. Um, so yeah, it gets, it gets pretty, it gets pretty stressful out there. So like sort of in terms of the things that you're kind of doing, are these like things that the city or the province has been kind of pushing or is this more like you're like, say in terms of like, um, the social distancing, like mm. limiting going outside and all that stuff. I mean, are these like, I feel like it's, it's been a thing in Canada, right? Like these are the yeah. recommendations they're putting. So, um, yeah. So we have, um, in BC, every almost every day we have an update by by um, BC's health officer, um, or not BC's. Uh, oh yeah, she is BC's health officer um, and the health minister. 
and um, the health officer, um, Dr. Bonnie, um, she also, I love her. I, I was going to say, Look that's part up. of my feed is everyone's like falling in love with her. <laughs> oh, so I, was you, waiting, you, I was waiting for that twinkle to come into your eyes and you to just be like. I love Dr. Bonnie. She's so sweet. <laughs> I was like, I saw somebody on Facebook saw, uh, I saw um, somebody post, I simultaneously uh, have a crush on her and want her to be my mom. I'm like, I understand that. It's weird, but I get it. Um, but yeah, she's just the, the way she delivers the news um, and, and all of the information and the way she she makes her not even requests, even demands. She says things like this is not a request, like this is an order. Um, it's just she's she's reassuring. Um, and I think I honestly, I think because of her manner, I think a lot of people have have really listened Um the yeah uh, in public spaces like in parks and stuff they they there are signs that say that remind people to keep keep their distance people ignore them but um yeah it's it's it is everywhere like i don't everybody knows and yeah, yeah. so the parks and everything are still open though uh playgrounds are yeah. not open um parks are open like the park open park spaces but playgrounds um are no, no they're closed uh skate parks are closed um yeah okay yeah and so otherwise like i mean entertainment centers and the bars and all that stuff are closed what's um, what's the situation with schools like i think it's a provincial thing right or is it just yeah. like regional yeah, decisions provincial. okay it's provincial um yeah, uh, schools are out. I'm not entirely sure what's happening. I think, <clears throat> I know, I think it's all gone online. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, I don't know how that's going. And I don't know how that works. If it's yeah. um, left up to individual teachers or schools or, or um, uh, like school, I, don't, I can't think of what, it, what it's called. What, school what it's called. boards? Like, yeah, school boards. Yeah. <clears throat> if, or... Yeah, like how that's set up. And, um, you know, I know uh, AJ was telling me of someone they know who has a child who is, when they were asked if the child had access to a computer, the answer was yes. They didn't know that the child would need that computer for like, I don't know, like seven hours a day. They're like, well, we have one computer. My husband yeah. has to work and I have to work. Like, this isn't this isn't working out the way yeah. it needs to. Um but yeah, so all the all all kids are are home from school, um, oh, yeah. and universities have gone online as well. They had yeah. to scramble and figure that out. I know. Um, I thought that at some point, I thought it was in Canada that um, I read that at least with like the elementary schools or whatever, they just were like, okay, you passed, like whatever yeah. grade you were in. Yeah, I which not... was kind of surprising to me. Like, yeah, um, I was like, oh, all right. I know for um, universities, I think they were offering that in um, in some classes, and uh, it was like, um, yeah, the grade that you get right now, you can choose uh, to it? keep it at that, or if you want to finish, um, if you need to boost your your grade, then you can you can continue and do like the final assignments and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean. I'm I'm glad I'm done the university thing for many reasons, but now. But so you mentioned yeah. that you're you're in school now, or you're thinking. Yeah. I'm in so school. How, and that just shifted to mm. online for you. It's online anyway. The the oh, okay. I, yeah the um the school that I'm that I'm at 
has a <clears throat> has an online okay division. Yeah. yeah, so that's what I'm that's what I'm doing because I work full time. That it just there's it just <laughs> yeah. doesn't make sense for me to and it's all um it's all self directed. So I I I have six months to finish a class, which okay. right now is really hard to do. Really hard to. I I was I was doing schoolwork before before we 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 started this, and mm-hmm. it's really hard to focus. Yeah, I um I mean I know like some friends that have worked on PhDs or whatever have always struggled with that. Like I mean it's yeah. just you know not having that sort of structure or yeah. having like oh well ideally we'd like to have this finished within six months or a year, and you're like. Yeah. I got this. <laughs> yeah, and, and then, then it's, it's like five months later you're like ooh. yeah you're like oh i did not need to watch game of thrones through yeah. should have been structuring my thesis uh-oh yeah um so i can only imagine like now i mean obviously like there is you know the fact that like people should be able to be in this moment and kind of just be like i cannot be productive right now uh-huh. but in terms of that sort of stuff it's got to throw a monkey yeah. wrench in things because for sure you're yeah. normally kind um, of already having to deal with your own like ability to delay yourself. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and my partner is actually um, doing their PhD oh, yeah. right now too. So we're kind of we're both like <laughs> kind of in a similar situation. Although um, uh, Zoom study dates have been helpful for my partner. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, which I mean, Zoom. Who knew? Who yeah, knew? Came out of nowhere. I don't think I'd even really heard of it before. And Ooh. but again, kind of like, I mean, I guess the toilet paper thing isn't quite the same comparison. But given how much trouble people have been talking about, like the Vietnamese government here actually like outright came out and was like, we do not recommend using Zoom. Like, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were like, it is not a secure platform to be using. Yeah. And it's funny because so like this has become a fairly well-known thing. Like anyone I've talked to, they've been like, ah, yeah, Zoom. And they're like, someone might jump in on my call or whatever, but like everyone's still using it. And it's another thing, like in terms of like, why was toilet paper the thing? I'm like, why was Zoom the thing? Yeah. I mean, I guess like I haven't used it yet, so I don't know what the big benefit is because I mean, like to me, like you can do a Facebook group chat, right? And like Skype, I think does group. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know why Zoom. I it it's really easy to use. Yeah, um, okay. And I feel like the quality is pretty good. And you can change your backgrounds. You can also invite a llama into yes. you this. You saw that? Yeah. Okay. That yeah. was like above and beyond. That's gone so ridiculous on the magazine's page right now. Yeah. Um, but I love it. Like in terms of companies adapting and everything. To me, I actually sent it to, um, I did a talk before with this woman about like ethical uh, tourism, like mainly around elephants because she'd done a lot of work with elephant sanctuaries. Uh, I was going to say here in Thailand, but in Thailand. Yeah. Um, And like that's, I mean, obviously like lots of industries have been hit. In Thailand, like the tourism industry is like, I don't even know how much of the economy it is, but it's like significantly high. and like when I left Chiang Mai on March 3rd, it kind of spooked me out, like how empty the airport was. And like then to come here, it sort of felt the same way. But like tourism isn't as big of a thing here. Um, I mean, there's definitely some other stuff, but 
So I guess a lot of the elephant sanctuaries and everything, and I've been seeing a lot of notices about zoos now, like in the West. Um, so a lot of the sanctuaries are having issues here, like Elephant Nature Park, I think, is having significant problems because they just have like no income all of a sudden. Um, yeah. And in Thailand, I learned through this talk with the woman that like uh, a lot of the animals like are privately owned. It's just like part of the legal oh. sort of framework for the animals. So like the sanctuaries and stuff basically have to either like buy the animals or like kind of lease them off the owners. And so now not having this income has put sort of stress on that system of like, okay, maybe now the elephants are going to have to leave the park and go like be with the owner, like in the village or whatever, which means they're going to be chained up because they can't allow them to just roam around the village yeah. and eat everything. Um, so when I saw this llama thing, I know this took a nosedive. We were just laughing about llamas <laughs> no, and talking about poor elephants. Um, but when I saw this, I sent it to her and I was like, look, like I know you know some of the people running sanctuaries and stuff. So maybe I'm sure that sanctuary wouldn't have a problem with their business model being, you know, like borrowed. Because um, I think it's just such a like silly idea. And obviously yeah. people need some silly, you know. And I mean, at least in the article, it said that they had like 300 orders or something to have like llamas and pigs and goats join meetings. Oh my God. And I think they're selling it for like a hundred bucks or something, right? So, I mean, that's like, I don't know, math, whatever. It's yeah. it's a bunch of money that now can go to the sanctuary to help them continue to run and like having the brewery wow. sort of, I guess they can't sell the hand sanitizer, but I think I read a bit one in Portland that was, um, maybe they were doing something where like you would tip or like you would buy something and they would give the hand sanitizer for free or whatever. I mean, some of them obviously are just giving it away, but yeah like, and i think a lot of are giving them away to healthcare workers and yeah yeah uh, yeah um, but they're yeah. just i have heard some interesting stories about like people adapting and because i mean obviously businesses are being hurt and there's going to be like a long tail of this in terms of the economy and a lot of other things um but so in terms of that sort of thing adapting and dealing mm. um so for you like in terms of all this i mean i guess some parts of your life haven't changed but there's still the fact that we're in a pandemic. Um, yeah. What have what have you kind of been doing to get you know to get through the days and? Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> well, routine is really, really, really important for my feeling of 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 being okay. Um, just even pre-pandemic, it'll it's just I I really like a certain amount of routine. Um, so then it, it takes it takes a lot of guesswork out of what I'm going to do. It, it's um, I don't have to I don't have to like wonder like what time I have to leave to do a thing. What like I, I just I, I really like routine. So um, I found myself kind of not really in one for a little bit. Um, and I'd say last week was was hard. Last week got was it last week? Either last week or the week before. Got really, really hard. Oh, I know, oh, right? Yeah. Time. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, it wasn't today. <laughs> um, it, it got, it, yeah, I felt, I woke up one day and I felt awful and kind of sad. And then I made some poor coping choices and I ended up napping during work time. Actually, yeah, it was last week. Um, I ended up napping during work time and I, I get paid hourly. So that means I didn't get paid for that time. And it was already a short week because it was um, not only do we now only work four days a week, but there was um, there was a statutory holiday 
which then Thursday was given in lieu of because the stat holiday was on the Friday. So, which means I had a three-day work week last week and a three-day work week this week. And so me taking a nap in the afternoon <laughs> was not good. Um, and uh, so I, I decided after that happened because I felt like I, I, I feel like I, I crashed that day. Um, I decided that things were going to be different. And the next day I got up early. I forced myself to go out for a run before work. Um, I, I made sure that I was sitting down and working by a certain time. Um, and then, yeah, when, when it's nice out, I like, I need to go out for a walk. Um, I like, I, I, I will happily volunteer to go get a bunch of groceries because that means I can get out and do something and feel productive. Um, and clean the floors. (laughs) It sounds so sad, but yeah. You know, we, and we, we're just, we're, I don't know, I guess we would just try to keep things normal. Um, yeah. We have dinner around the same time. One thing that feels kind of nice and it's going to feel weird when it ends is we have a seven o'clock cheer in Vancouver. Um, oh, so, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it's a cheer for healthcare and essential workers. But then it also has kind of turned into, and like, it's kind of fluffy, you know, it's not like we're doing anything real. Um, we're not even near a hospital and there aren't a ton of essential services happening in our, our neighborhood. So we all go out, we go out in our balcony um, and we see people, there are a lot of apartment buildings where we are. So we look out and there's some people over that way and there's some people over that way. And we go out and we like bang pots, we clap and yeah. cars go by honking. And there's somebody who's got a trumpet. We don't know where this trumpet is, but every <laughs> so often this trumpet comes out um, and there's somebody who's got an air horn and that's annoying. But, um, you know, we go there's out always and we yeah, and it's kind of nice. Like there are people. There's somebody. There's a, a building across the way, and those people were out on their patio or whatever um, twice in the past few days. Um, and like we actually waved to them, and they waved back. Like they're actually decently far away, but um, we could. It was like I see you. You know, it was it was a nice acknowledgement. Um, and we, we'll see we'll see the same people out on the balconies, and then we saw somebody else on the building next door come out on her balcony we're like you're new like we yeah it's, it's just we're like hey welcome and there was, was uh, somebody who I used to say at the end somebody who was down on the ground who used to say like something like same time tomorrow or see you tomorrow or something so that's it's kind of it's kind of nice I was gonna ask like are there any uh, do you have any names are there like any neighborhood characters because of this like I'm thinking of that like I, I sort of hate it now saying it, like lots of things about friends when I look back, um, like the whole ugly naked guy thing, like, yeah. you know, you just, that had neighbor across the street. I mean, is it like trumpet guy and like, well, yeah, see like tomorrow the, dude? Yeah. And then the, the woman who films it, there's a woman who would just be down on the ground filming it. And there's some kid with something hitting something like a bucket or like, it's like a drum, but he's yeah. not, doesn't do it with any kind of like beat or anything. He just like, Smack, yeah, smack, smack. <laughs> like he's just, and then the the person who we saw yesterday who came out on onto the balcony, um, I said, oh, we mo- mostly only see her through her window in her underwear, so now we we, we saw her in clothes. Um, oh, so she's getting dressed for it at least. Yeah, she's getting dressed for it. Okay. I mean, I didn't care either way, but like we. I mean, in this day and age, yeah, it's like if you're putting pants on, you're doing better than most yeah, of the people. Exactly, exactly. So that's fine. 
Yeah. yeah, and there's some people over there who seem to just like have a party every single time. It's almost like there's like a tambourine or something. I don't know, and they go on for a really long time. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's kind yeah. of nice. Find out if you got any musicians in your neighborhood. Yeah, like the trumpet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We um <laughs> we were coming home from the grocery store a couple of weeks ago, and we happened. We're normally home at seven o'clock, and we we go on our balcony and do this. Um, but we were out getting groceries, and on our way home, we realized it was seven o'clock that we heard um we heard a bagpiper, and <clears throat> we saw somebody on their balcony, just standing on their balcony with a bagpipe. And then realized that it was seven o'clock and then everybody came out and clapped and whooped yeah. and everything. But it was like, it was really nice. The was it, was it different to be like on the street versus Ooh. on the patio? Was it? Yeah, yeah. I got emotional. Made me cry. Yeah. yeah. Well, cause I was going to say, cause the thing is like, um, at least for me, I feel like a part of that is that like, there might not be a hospital nearby, but like, you don't know who works in the buildings exactly yeah is doing it right so yeah. i think yeah i mean it, it's been an interesting thing to come out of like i mean at least the first ones i heard was kind of in europe like i don't think it was really happening over here um mm. but it's been an interesting thing to, to see happen and it's yeah you know it's yeah like you said it's one of those things that is kind of fluffy and in some ways it's not like gonna you know turn this all around but mm -hmm. that's nice like well that that's okay yeah and, my, sis and I mean, my it's sister not, Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, my sister's a nurse. Uh, uh, she works at, in an emergency room in Toronto. And she's asked me to film it for her and send it to her. And that's made her feel really good. She's, they've, they, they, it took a little while for it to get going in Toronto. Um, but now when she's home at, I think they do it at 730, um, she opens the window and she like bangs a little thing. And I, I said, you should just yell out, yay me. <laughs> like, yay me, go me. Um, but... Yeah, it's, you know, it, it was nice to be able to send that to her and make yeah. her feel a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, well, I feel like, and in the conversations I've had um, and stuff that I've been reading and writing, um, the hope from this is that at least um, some variety of people are going to maybe give a little more appreciation to, like, these sorts of people that usually, you know... Yeah. And I mean, definitely with like the frontline workers, but like say all the grocery store workers and all the people that are out doing this, like usually the only time you really give them feedback is to complain. Uh -huh. And I mean, I like to think that it's getting a little better out there. Like I've seen, you know, in my Facebook bubble, everyone's talking about like, hey, be a little more thankful and nice yeah. and everything. And I don't know if it's happening, but I like to think. Yeah, I think I think for the most part, a lot of people are really appreciative. But of course, there are people who ruin it for for everyone else. And um, there's the yeah, air horn guy. Yeah, <laughs> there's a. I heard a story of someone who tried to buy toilet paper, and she tried to buy more than she was allowed to, like because there, there are limits on on how many you can yeah. buy now. Because you know that's we can't this have nice is what things. Had to happen. Yeah, and. Um, uh, I guess she was arguing with the um, with the person at the store, and and then and then coughed on her, and has been arrested for it. Has is actually in trouble now. They they, they found her, and um, this I don't know. This like, or yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah, it was in um, Metro Vancouver. I'm not um, surprised about the person's actions, sadly, but the like the arresting thing was interesting. Yeah, I wow. think she's I. Think she might be getting charged with assault. I'm not sure. Um, it's tough 
right? Because everybody's under so, like, this is so weird. It's so strange. Everybody's under so much stress. We, like, she may have just lost her job. She, the, that woman may have children who, like, used up all the toilet paper, you know? Like, we, I don't know what her story is. Yeah. Um, and, you know, most people don't know what her story is. So it's, it's shitty that it happened. Um, but, like, I don't know. I feel like there's got to be some amount of, I don't know cutting some slack yeah yeah but coughing but then, on someone is, coughing on someone is a really shitty thing to do yeah <laughs> but yeah now it's it's like it is like assault essentially yeah but, I mean, especially in this current yeah in the before yeah. times it would have just been kind of gross yeah like not everybody is not everybody is raised knowing how to deal with their stress or their anger and there are some people act out in ways that yeah feel right and just to them but is inappropriate to everyone else yeah and i mean yeah. some like most well almost everyone doesn't know how to really handle a pandemic either yeah i mean it was just it was a word i knew yeah it was a game it was a game that yeah. i'd like to play well i was gonna say i um i went to play a game like a day or two ago and pandemic was on sale and i was just kind of like uh eh, too soon maybe <laughs> yeah but um <laughs> but I found out that, like, I guess the game, at least, like, the, the like, the computer version, is there a board game of it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I wanted to, I wasn't sure if you were talking, I felt like maybe you were talking more about a board game version. Yeah, um, I got a board, yeah, I got a board. But still, like, the, the computer game version, I guess, was banned in China in, like, the last while. Not that surprising. Um, yeah. I guess it was incredibly popular in China. Uh, but on the flip side... They actually donated like a quarter of a million dollars like to the WHO and some other organization involving kind of like fighting this and everything. Right. And, yeah. And they're, they had a lot of requests to do a version that was the flip of like trying to keep the pandemic from happening. Um, and so they're working with the WHO and other health organizations to develop like, because I guess they have worked with them closely a bit to kind of have it be a fairly informed game. Like mm -hmm. their argument is that it's kind of supposed to be teaching people about like things you should be doing to like prevent this from happening. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, when I saw it on sale, I was just like, eh. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> I mean, I know lots of people are playing it and like lots of people are watching like Outbreak and Contagion, but to be like, oh, hey, it's on sale. You're like, mm. <laughs> read the room. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, talking about how much Amazon is making over all this. You're like, oh, I know it's happening, but, you yeah. know, Jeff Bezos doesn't have to be like, oh, I just donated $10 million. And you're like, were we supposed to be happy about this? It's pocket lint. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why does that matter? Yeah. Um, anyway, I mean, bleh, capitalism. There's, there's that summary. <laughs> <laughs> pocket lint i like that <laughs> yeah i mean that's the funny thing right like yeah. i think well i read an article yesterday the day before about like how the top 10 billionaires have made like i think in the last few days they made like 50 or 60 billion between them because the stock market has turned a little up now because maybe things are on the downswing and so suddenly you know and meanwhile yeah. Obviously, like millions of people are out of jobs and et cetera. And these people are just like, they wake up in the morning, oh, how lovely. The stock market went up. Now I'm valued at an extra six billion. And I'm like, what? Yeah. 
I, yeah, I, I hope, I hope that a good amount of those people are, are donating money and just maybe not discussing it. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. That's probably, that's probably like super naive. Like, I, it would be nice. It'd be nice. Did you, um, I, don't, I don't know how they could live with themselves if they didn't. I know. Like, well, I mean, Bezos is like, I don't know what to do with my money. So I'm going to put it into space travel. I'm like, man, I mean, a part of me wishes I had that luxury of like, what should I do with my, my many billions? Not even millions. My many <laughs> billions. Billion. I mean, like, well, I got, like, I got the, the extra HST, GST credit oh, bump, right? And so did and so I. I was, yeah, and so I was just like, oh, cool. And I mean, like, relative to where I am now, like, that's, that's like a month or two of credit card payments. And so that's made me a little more relaxed. I mean, I'm going to be in trouble in a few months, but the way my situation has been, that's sort of been my cycle for the last few years anyway. Um mm-hmm. And but yeah, like getting that little bump. So I mean, like the idea of, you know, having billions show up because the stock market turned to me. It's like just such a strange and foreign concept that yeah. is very weird because I don't know. Anyway, it's I'm hopeful that like lots more people are maybe kind of on our like angry, angsty side of shit needs to change because of this and seeing like. I feel like in the States, at least, it may help with that whole healthcare conversation. I don't want to call it debate because I can't understand why the hell it's even a debate. But I feel like this, at least for some people, I mean, obviously, some people are never going to be convinced because they're always going to have another side arguing differently. Yeah. But I feel like hopefully maybe more people are going to be like, you know what? This was a bad thing. And yeah. maybe we should have a safety net. Yeah. For the maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. People have really short-term memories. Like, once things start to feel okay, then it's like, oh, yeah, this this is pandemic. What pandemic? Yeah. Poverty. Um, Poverty. So, I mean, but in terms of, like, when when we do come out of this, whenever that will be, um, mm-hmm. and obviously probably in sort of a slow progression, uh, despite what some people are requesting, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll probably be a slow thing. I feel like... When this kind of started in my head, I was like, it's kind of like when you have a cold or like, say, the allergies, and oh. then like, eventually it goes back to you're able to breathe through your nose. Yeah, And maybe you're kind of like, yeah, you're like, oh, shit, I can breathe through my nose. But sometimes if it happens slowly, you're just like, you don't notice it until it's gone again. Um, so I'm wondering, like, I, right now in my head, I'm like, man, when they open the movie cinemas, like, I'm going to be well aware of it. And I'm going to be like, yes. Yeah. Is that what you're missing? That's, I mean, that's the sad thing is, is that's like, that was the first point when the restrictions started here, where I was just like, oh, no, damn it. Because I had spent like a month or so in Chiang Mai and like the outskirts of the city. So a few movies came through and I couldn't go to see them because it would have been like an hour, hour and a half of like various methods of transportation and whatever. So it's just like, oh, it's not worth it. When I get to Saigon, I'll go catch a couple of movies that I want to see. And then I got here, and I think, you know, it was pretty soon after that they closed, like, a lot of the non-essential stuff. And so it's just like, oh. And a part of me felt kind of bad for Disney because, like, they had put out the Pixar film, and I was like, oh, poor Disney. 
And then I was like, no, wait. No, wait. About billions and everything. In terms of the entertainment industry, Disney is the one that is not going to shut down. Like, they yeah. own the industry right now. Yeah. I feel, I feel, I feel badly for the, the people who have been laid off from, yep. from their parks, for sure. Yeah. yeah and, but Disney itself, no. Yeah, no. And I mean, I'm sure, like, I, I feel like, I don't know, in terms of the creative part, like, I have talked about this in another session, and I'm trying to be conscious of, like, what I'm saying in the chats, because mm. even though, like, this is the only conversation we've had, if anyone watches a bunch of them, I don't want them to be like, oh, he's telling that story again. Cool. <laughs> they can um, play, they can play um, Ryan video bingo. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, just be oh, like, yeah, oh, is he talking about Onward again? Yeah, okay, take a shot. Um, because that was the big one for me. I was like, cool, it's a new Pixar film. Like, I want to go see it. And, um, and it was out. And just when I was like, all right, I think maybe it's okay if I go. Because I usually go in the day and, like, there's no one. Like, I've been social distancing at movies for, like, years now. Because I have the ability to pick when I want to go. Mm -hmm. um, even though, weirdly, here, uh, they do, like, reserve seating. Um, yeah. And it's been that way for a while. But so they always, when, you, when you're, like, you know, okay, I'll go to see Onward, whatever, at 1230, and they're like, okay, and they'll suggest a seat, but they always suggest, like, the best ones, right? Like, the middle mm -hmm. ones. But then, and this is a cultural thing, I'm sure, because at home, like, you would social distance anyway. Like, if you went to a movie and there was 10 people there, you know, you'd be, like, in the corners or whatever. Yeah. Here, I've gone to so many movies with maybe, like, 8 to 10 people, and I'll end up with two or three people in my row, Sometimes even sitting next to me. Oh no! And I'm just like, why, why, yeah. why did, like, I know this is like the best seats in the house, but like, one row back, and I wouldn't have seen you on your phone during like the big battle. Like, yeah, why you didn't you didn't have to pick the that seat next a, to me? Must be a cultural thing, like, because because yeah, we don't like to sit too close to people. Yeah, well, because I figured, like, I mean, I know, like. A lot of Canada is kind of concentrated, obviously, in, like, certain cities and, like, that lovely border <laughs> that we like to hug. Um, uh -huh. But, I mean, in terms of social distancing, like, Canada should have that on lockdown. Like, they yeah. for on lock. Is that how the kids say it? I don't know. Anyway, um, let's have say lockdown. Lock yeah, they should have yeah. it locked down. Um, it just seems weird to say it now in this current state. Um, but, I mean, like, we should be able to do that shit. I mean, I thought Newfoundland would be great. I was like, there's half a million people in a large island. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, if you need to avoid people, just go ahead. But then I forgot that, like, culturally, that is not what my home province is about. Like, They're friendly. You yeah, it's, there. yeah. It's all about, like, oh, hey, you know, how's it going? And, like, what are you at, buddy? And shaking yeah. hands and hugs and kisses and stuff. And And I think that's part of why their numbers, like... I mean, it was mainly because of one funeral or two funerals at a funeral. Oh, really? Yeah, they got like 150 or so cases out of like one incident. Um, oh, my God. But I mean, like they were, I don't know if they still are, but for a while they were like the second worst province per capita. Really? Yeah. And it's a freaking I had no idea. With like nobody. Um, I mean, it's all mainly concentrated in St. John's, but still like there's so much space in Canada. So I was like, all right, social distancing, you got this, Canada. Just go to the cottage. Just, no don't go to the cottage yeah and now 
of course, there's like the, yeah, don't do that. But yet, I guess people are doing it. Like Easter weekend, I heard like the ferries were loaded and everyone was going to Vancouver Island. And So, yes, a bunch of people did go. And the ferries that went were very full. The one thing that um, that I think the media blew out of proportion was um, the, the ferries are down to like half. Yeah. Um, like the schedule is down to half anyway. So it's not quite as many people as they're led, like, you know, it made it seem a lot worse than it. I mean, yeah. not to say that it wasn't bad. I don't know. I wasn't there. I didn't, I didn't witness anything. Um, Dr. Bonnie said it wasn't as bad as, as the media was playing it out to be. All right. Well, I will, <laughs> I will trust her. If you have that sparkle in your eye over her, I will trust her. Yeah. Maybe yeah. like her and Dr. Fauci, like, is she single? No, I don't no? think so. Okay. Oh, actually, I don't know. Really? They haven't started talking about her? I mean, they Megan and Harry are gone from BC now, so you've got to have someone new to gossip <laughs> oh, yeah. about. Yeah. You know what I find really interesting, too, is that um, I, I, don't, I don't really pay, pay a lot of attention to celebrity anyway, but I feel like right now um, doctors and other officials are actually get, they're, they're like getting boosted. It's like these are the, these are the people that we should be yeah. praising. Well, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, if you think about back when, like, say, like, Bill Gates became, like, maybe not the heartthrob, but, like, he was the cool guy. It was all about the, the tech geeks that were yeah. now billionaires and stuff, right? And so, like, geeks had their moment. And I guess, like, Big Bang Theory, for better or worse with the show, um, sort of created that little bit of, like, nerds are in. And so, yeah, I think maybe now it's, like, doctors and scientists. or Because I guess Dr. Fauci has, like, some pretty like ardent followers who are very vocal to him, like through emails and messages about like how much they think he's a fairly attractive individual. And really, yeah, I mean, I don't know. If I mean, I guess it's not quite like a Stockholm syndrome thing, but it's like, you know, in times of crisis, like you were saying, like if it, the way she's presenting what she's saying yeah. and everything is making people feel like, Oh, like, cause there's that calm and that like, okay, this person like, they know the answers like they have this figured out and meanwhile everyone else is like ah, what do we do yeah so yeah apparently he's got like a bit of a following now i don't know if there's like a name for his fan club or anything i'm sure like on tumblr people are writing like romantic Probably. fiction but <laughs> i mean yeah they're both single maybe they need to like meet up and you know no, no, we want her well we gotta make sure that she stays in canada <laughs> Plus, I was she, thinking, I can't she, imagine, she like, if they went on a date, it would probably be super awkward, because, I mean, they're both probably not very into, like, they're probably very much about physical distance and stuff, especially now. At this point, yeah. Yeah, so you just kind of be like, so, what, what papers have you read lately? And then, like, that awkward, like, end of the night that's always bad would just be probably so much more worse. Yeah. Like, just okay, so, should we... No? Okay, well, <laughs> see you later. That's a weird, the weird dance. <laughs> but it'd be like, would like a wave be like pretty much the equivalent of like a kiss on the cheek? Like at this point, I yeah, mean. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Yeah. I like. So, yeah, it's like, that's like flirting right now. It's like, yeah. <laughs> hey, maybe later you, me, we'll go to a movie. Maybe sit next to each other. <laughs> I don't know these things. I Thankfully, I'm not really, you know, in that field anymore. Um, 
So, in better news, <laughs> I mean, not that that was really depressing, but in happier things, when uh, when we do come out of this, what uh, what's your first day going to involve? You know, I joked with AJ the other day that, um, or actually, I think it was a couple of weeks ago. Again, time. Um, <laughs> That when once this is over, it's like everybody should just like go out and dance naked in the streets. Um, not going to do that. Um, and I think you know, I it's going to be such a gradual thing. The 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 way you described the um, getting over a sickness or something, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is back no- back to normal. I, I think that's the, the way food. it's going to be. Yeah, like I don't know. I I want to see some friends. Yeah, I want to. I mean, if it's going to be summer, honestly, like I want to find a patio and have some like drink, drink some cold beer. Um, oh, actually, no, scratch all that. I mean, I, maybe it'd be like friends or whatever. I want to go for a hike. Yeah. I need to go for a hike. I need to go for a good, long, hard hike, which I mean, right now is probably like <laughs> pick the easiest trail in the world and I'll still be like huffing and puffing. Um, but yeah, I want to, I, I mean, I have a view of the mountains right of course you do. Sitting it's here. Vancouver. Yeah. And I just want to be out there. I'm so, I'm actually, you know, it, it's, it wasn't the first thing in my mind, I think, because I just have not let myself think about it. I, I, I should, I mean, I would, I would be, I would be out there often if it wasn't that for this. Such a BC response. I know. <laughs> Way to be a I would have, I would have accepted like, Hiking or what is it? Paddle boarding or paddle boarding? Yeah, stand up. Is it yeah. paddle? Stand yeah. up paddle boarding. I so. would have accepted that or like a hot yoga session on like Broadway. <laughs> is it, oh, yeah, yeah. I cannot do hot yoga. I can't do it. Partly like it just the smell of the room is gross. Um, but there's a, a yoga studio around the corner from us that I that is beautiful, and I hope, I hope, hope, hope that they come through this and, um, and I, yeah, I look forward to going back there, but yeah, hike. Can you, um, can you see, can you see yourself traveling at any point down the road? Um, it's going to take longer for you. Uh, so once my partner has their PhD, we've talked about going to Iceland as a, as a, celebratory trip um and i've been to iceland and it's gorgeous it's amazing there and that that's like our next big trip that we that we have planned um so yeah i don't know i don't know when that's going to happen yeah i haven't heard i haven't heard anything about iceland i wonder how they're i haven't either i mean again they're an island but yeah. there's all that like community hot springs stuff, and like I feel like there's some very easy, uh, communicable <laughs> ways to get things. But yeah, I haven't heard anything about their stats, and I don't know any vegans in Iceland. I have to try and find someone to talk to. Yeah. If if I learn anything, I will let you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's strange. <laughs> actually, yeah, I just I did I didn't even think about that. I have no yeah. idea what's happening there. I only um, spent yeah. time in the airport, and yeah, I felt like I had landed on, like, the moon in, like, an amazing way. Like, it just was so strange, and I bought, like, uh, a Sugar CD, like, one of their old ones there in the airport. I didn't buy any Bjork. I still haven't totally embraced her 
Although oh, okay. I love I love like her as an artist, but I haven't really like bought a lot of the music. Um, but yeah, I was just like, ah, I'm in Iceland. I'm at the airport. What am I gonna do? I gotta buy. This is what I would buy. Um, but yeah, like I didn't leave the airport. It was just like a okay. transit thing. So that would we, be yeah, that would be on my list too. We um when when I when I went, I was it was I was there in 2008. Um, in the in June 2008. And uh, the Sigaros and Bjork and other people who I can't think of at the moment were putting on a free concert. <laughs> and it was the most amazing thing. It was so good. Um, yeah, it was just like a free concert um, to uh, raise, a, it was like a, to raise awareness for environmental things. Something that you're not aware of anymore. <laughs> I think it was a. I think it was kind. Of, it was a, a concert to. Um, I don't know if it was just like. I don't think. It, I mean, they they weren't charging money, so it wasn't a fundraiser, but raising awareness for the. Um, I guess it was Alcam who was coming into the country and like, I don't know. Like the aluminum foil people. Yeah, and like doing something to the the land and like mining something. I don't know what exactly what it was, but <laughs> so. I mean, raising awareness, I don't think that really happened for me <laughs> too much, other than the fact that I was like, oh, Alcan did something shitty. Um, and But yeah, that, the concert was amazing. <laughs> and it was during, uh, it was in June, so it was during the um, summer solstice. And so it was like practically 24-hour daylight. It was really weird to see the concert in full daylight, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that would definitely change, like, sort of the lighting production and everything. I never thought about that in places where you would be faced with the 24-hour daylight, it's like, Ooh. well, we don't really need a light show. Yeah. Because it's not going to get dark. And honestly, they did not need a light show. Like, they were just yeah. amazing. You know, it was just the sound. I, um, incredible. I, I saw them in Montreal, like, out on the one of the, the piers. Um, and it was, yeah, it was like, we drove from Halifax. So it was, like, roughly 24 hours just straight driving. Worth it. And then we'd get there, like, go to sleep for a couple hours, get up, and, like, that evening we were there and like I was kind of half falling asleep because like we were just been driving all that time and but plus like their music is just what I fell asleep to for a long time mm. and so every now and then I had to be kind of like oh yeah it's not a CD I'm like there <laughs> they are and yeah but it was it was pretty ridiculous I saw them in Chicago too and it was a whole different experience but yeah sadly one of the downsides of being over here is that Basically, nobody comes over. Britney Spears was in Bangkok. Oh, um, really? Okay. Yeah, which was a big deal. Um, but I, I didn't go. But, yeah, I haven't. I think, um, you know, Mono? Like, not the infectious disease, but the band? Um, no. They're, I think they're Japanese, and they're along that same sort of vein, like that sort of oh, okay. atmospheric 15-minute build and ebb and stuff. Um I think they did a tour through most of Southeast Asia, but I didn't hear about it until later. Um, but you might want to check them out, too. They've got yeah. some interesting stuff. Um, but on that note, I guess we will uh, we'll wrap this up. Okay. Um, my, uh, my cat just came over to me and told me that it was time for dinner. <laughs> and uh -oh. I looked at the clock and I went, oh, yeah, you're actually right. Yeah. Normally, she comes to me an hour before. I'm like, no. But, yeah, she's actually yeah. right. Wow. So are they, are they getting on a better schedule now? Or... She's like, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're they're on a they're on a definite schedule, um, definite amount. No. 
Pardon? Yeah, Is Walter. It? Walter yeah. and Rosemary. Yeah, yeah. I know Walter. I think when I yeah. first met Walter, it was like a little tiny thing. No, Walter would have been 17 pounds when, when you met him. <laughs> he, 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 I didn't get him as a kitten. He was, yeah, um, he was a rescue. Um, yeah, he's, he was a big boy. He is now 20 pounds, which is why he's on a, which is why yeah. he's on a feeding schedule. I, uh, my sister's got two, funny enough from a sit I did in Greece, she ended up with two of the cats. Um, and they've got like some Maine Coon in them. Oh and every yeah. Time, every time I chat with her, I'm like, I forget. Cause most of the cats that I sit here, usually it's dogs, but if I sit cats, they're like sort they're of rescue and they're mainly like tiny ones. And then I'll like do a video chat with her. I'll be like, oh, that's right. You have two small children that just yeah. have tails and four legs. <laughs> yeah, they're like giants. And the last yeah. time I was there, I was just kind of like, oh, my God. And one of them just like <laughs> breathes really heavy and like just goes dump, 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 like down the stairs and stuff. And I'll be like, Tammy, I maybe. But like she took them to the vet and I guess they were the vet wasn't super concerned. So I was well, just like, All right. <laughs> Rosemary, Rosemary's Maine Coon, um, and she's 18 pounds. Um, when she was 14 pounds, the vet said, because we, so we've had her for almost a year, um, we, got, we got her from the Cat Cafe in Vancouver, um, and we took her to the vet, and she was 14 pounds, and the vet was like, you might want to watch this. You might want to, like, get her to lose weight. <laughs> We're like, what? Make her gain weight? All right, we can do that. Um, so, yeah, she's, she's chubby. But, like, I... I mean, she's adorable. She's, she's yeah. awesome. And, you know, I, I get it. Like we live in a small place, so it's hard for her to run around too much. Although we do have, we do have playtime every day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's also, she's a mean coon. She's just going to be yeah. here. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think the shift, if we could talk with animals, I think that would be another sort of weird outcome when this sort of ends is all the animals are going to be like, where the fuck did you go? Yeah, we were like, I feel like maybe the cats might not be like, oh, I miss you. You were here all the time. But dogs are definitely going to be like, remember those eight walks we took every day? Yeah. Can we, can we do that again? Maybe. Totally. Remember when your neighbors came over so we could all go for a walk together? Let's do that. Huh? No. Oh, where do you go? Why? Uh. <laughs> I feel like doggy daycare is going to like go through the roof. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be. Oh, well, but. Yeah. I mean, it's it's lovely to have them at any point. I'm sure they're I'm sure they're helpful right now. Definitely, so, definitely, uh, and then it helps with part part of the routine as well. It's just yeah, like yeah. Normali normalizes everything. <laughs> when yeah. they're looking at you and they're like, "Hey, stop talking, start yeah. feeding." Yeah, when she meows at start starting at six o'clock in the morning, she meows okay. at me to wake me up. Yeah, That's like how did they know? With some house sits, like yeah, depending on you know the family if they're morning people. Then I'll go and they'll be like, okay, so we usually take the dog for a walk at 5.30 or, you know, we usually feed the cat at 6. And I'm just like, ah, oh, damn it. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, in some places, like I sat in like a studio apartment in Chiang Mai. And so there was no way to not have the cat right here at 6 a.m. and being like, yeah. meow. Time. And I just like go out of bed and be like, shake stuff or open a tin or whatever and be like, there. Back to bed. Yeah. Usually that would work, but yeah, you got to go on their schedule. So on that note, yeah. I will let you go. Um, okay. Thank you so much for joining me and giving us this little window into Vancouver and and the way things have been for you. And I hope that you know everything sort of starts working out soon. And 
Dr. Bonnie continues to be a wonderful guide. Yeah, um, I'm going to miss her when she's when when she stops these. Does she have a Twitter or anything? I mean, can you can you follow her? I don't know. Maybe I'll have to look it she up. Does. There's like scientists all over Twitter. It's, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. Okay. Um, and hopefully, yeah, next time we cross mm. paths, it'll be over some food and yeah. we'll be actually like high five or something. Oh my God, that'd be great. Yeah, it was really <laughs> nice to talk to you. Yeah, same to you. So we will, we will talk again in some form. Okay. Bye. Bye.